Section 20 of Our Cats and All About Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Thomas Coos Kuzmarski. Our Cats and All About Them by Harrison Weir. Section 20. Kittens and of kittens in general and management of kittens and cats kittens kittenhood the baby time especially of country cats is with most the brightest sprightliest and prettiest period of their existence and perhaps the most happy true when first born and in the earliest era of their lives they are blind helpless little things dull weak and staggering scarcely able to stand if at all almost rolling over at every attempt making querulous fretful noises if wakeful or cold or for the time motherless but tis not for long a while and she the fondest of mothers is with them they are nestled about her or amid her soft warm fluffy fur cosseted with parental tenderness caressed nurtured and with low sweet tones and fondlings they are soothed again and again to sleep they sleep noiseless and with many a longing lingering look the careful watchful loving creature slowly and reluctantly steals away soon to return when she and her little ones are lost in the land of dreams and so from day to day until bright meek-eyed innocent inquiring little faces with eager eyes peep above the basket that is yet their home one bolder than the others springs out when scared at its own audacity as quickly and oft clumsily scrambles back then out in and out in happy varied wild frolicsome gambolsome play they clutch twist turn and wrestle in artless mimicry of desperate quarrelling the struggle over in liveliest antics they chase and rechase in turn or in fantastic mood play tis but play and such wondrous play bright joyous and light and so life glides on with them as kittens frisky skittish playful kittens a few more days and their mother leads them forth with many an anxious look and turn softly calling in a subdued voice they halting almost at every step suddenly oft at nothing panic-stricken quickly scamper back not one yet daring to follow where all is so oddly strange and new their natural shyness being stronger than the love of freedom again with scared look and timid steps they come when again at nothing frightened or with infantile pretence they are off helter-skelter without a pause or stay 
one and all they o'er and into their basket clamour tumble in turn about and stare with a more than half bewildered self-satisfied safety look about them gaining courage once more they peer about with dreamy startled anxious eyes watching for dangers that never are although expected noiseless comes their patient loving mother with what new delight they cling about her how fondly and tenderly she tends them lures cossets coaxes, and talks as only a gentle mother cat can there is no danger no nothing to fear is she not with them will she not guard keep and defend them there is a paradise out there through this door they must see it come she will show them come have confidence now then come when followed by her three little ones and they with much misgiving she passes out out into the garden out among the lovely blooming fragrant roses out among the sweet stocks and the damask colored gilly flowers the pink daisies brown red and orange flowers the spice scented pinks and other gay and modest floral beauties that have so sweet the soft and balmy breath of spring out into the sunshine almost dazed amid a flood of light warmed by the glowing midday sun light above light around and everywhere about while the sweet-scented breezes come joy-laden with the happy wild birds melodious songs wearied with wonderment under the flower-crowned lilacs they gather themselves to rest how beautiful all is how full of young delights the odorous wind fans soothes and lulls them to rest while rustling leaves softly whisper them to sleep they and their loving mother slumber unconscious of all things and with all things at peace there stretched in the warm sunshine asleep possibly dreaming of their afterlife when they are kittens no longer they rest and sleep their young bright life has begun how charming all is how peaceful under the young green leaves bright as emeralds about them flickering checkering lights play with the never wearying restless shadows they know of nothing but bliss so happy they enjoy all sweet-faced gentle-eyed and pretty happy there is no other word happy as a kitten sprightly as a kitten as they sleep they dream of delight awake they more than realize their dreams of kittens in general kittens usually shed their first teeth from five to seven months old and seldom possess even part of a set of the small sharp dentition after that time when shown as kittens under six months old and they have changed the whole of their kittenhood 
teeth for those of the adult, it is generally considered a fairly strong proof that their life is in excess of that age, and the judge is therefore certainly justified in disqualifying such exhibit, though sometimes, as in other domestic animals, there occurs premature change, as well as inexplicable delay. Kittens are not so cleanly in their habits as cats of mature growth. This is more generally the case when they have been separated from the mother cat or when removed to some place that is strange to them or when sufficient care is not taken by letting them out of the house occasionally. When they cannot, from various reasons, be so turned out, a box should be provided partly filled with dry earth to which they may retire. This is always a requisite when cats or kittens are valuable, and therefore obliged to be kept within doors, especially in neighborhoods where there is a chance of their being lost or stolen. It should also be borne in mind that the present and future health of an animal, be it what it may, is subject to many instances, and not the least of these is good and appropriate food, shelter, warmth, and cleanliness. It is best to feed at regular intervals. In confinement, Mr. Bartlett, the skillful and experienced manager of the Zoological Society's gardens at Regent's Park, finds the one meal a day is sufficient, and this is thought also to be the case with a full-grown cat, more especially when it has the opportunity of ranging and getting other food, such as mice and such small deer but with young things it is different, as it is deemed necessary to get as much strength and growth as possible. I therefore advocate several meals a day, at least three, with a variety of food, such as raw shin of beef cut very small, bones to pick, fish of sorts with all the bones taken out, or refuse parts, milk, with a little hot water, boiled rice or oatmeal, with milk or without it, and grass if possible, if not some boiled vegetable, stalks of asparagus, cabbage, or even carrots. Let the food be varied from time to time, but never omitting the finely cut raw beef every day. I am not in favor of liver, or lights, as it is called, either for cats or kittens. If horse flesh can be depended on, it is a very favorite or strengthening food, and may be given. The kitten should be kept warm and dry, and away from draughts. Also, take especial care not in any way to frighten, tease, or worry a young animal, but to do everything possible to give confidence and engender regard, fondness, or affection for its owner. Always be gentle, and yet firm in its training. Do not allow it to do one day uncorrected, that for which it is punished the next, 
for the same kind of fault. If it is doing wrong, remove it, speak gently, at the time, not wait long after the fault is committed, or they will not know what the punishment is for. Many animals' tempers are spoiled entirely by this mode of proceeding. Take care, there is always a clean vessel with pure, clear water for them to drink when thirsty. Management of Kittens and Cats These require quiet and kindly treatment. Do nothing quickly or suddenly, so as in any way to scare or frighten. But when speaking to them, let the voice be moderated, gentle, and soft in tone. Cats are not slow to understand kind treatment, and may often be seen to watch the countenance as though trying to fathom our thoughts. Some cats are of a very timorous nature, and are thus easily dismayed. Others, again, are more bold in their ways and habits, and are ever ready for cossity attention. But treat both as you would be treated, kindly. As to food, as already noted, I have found raw beef the best, with milk mixed with a little hot water to drink. Never boil it, and give plenty of grass or some boiled vegetable such as asparagus, sea kale, or celery. They also are fond of certain weeds, such as cat mint, and equisetum, or mares, or cat's tails, as it is sometimes called. If fish is given, it is best mixed with either rice or oatmeal, and boiled, otherwise it is apt to produce diarrhea. Horse flesh may be given as a change, provided that it is not from a diseased animal, and should be boiled and be fresh. Brown bread and milk is also good and healthy food. The bread should be cut in cubes of half an inch, the warm milk and water poured on. Only enough for one meal should be prepared at a time. Let the cat and kittens have as much fresh air as is possible, and if fed on some daintily last thing at night, they will be sure to come in, and thus preserved from doing and receiving injury. If cats are in any way soiled in their coat, especially the long-haired varieties, and cannot cleanse themselves, they may be washed in warm, soapy water, but this is not advisable in kittens, unless great care is used to prevent their taking cold. Some cats like being brushed, and it is often an improvement to the pelage or fur if carefully done. But in all cases, the brush should have soft, close hair, which should be rather long than otherwise. Do not let your cats or kittens wear collars or ribbons always, especially if they are ramblers, for the reason that they are liable to get caught on spikes of railings or twigs of bushes, and so starved to death or strangled unless discovered. For sending cats to an exhibition, a close-made basket is best, 
which will allow for ventilation, as fresh air is mostly essential, and have it sufficiently large to allow of the cat standing and turning about, especially if a long journey is before them. I have seen cats sent to shows taken out of small boxes dead, stifled to death, poor things. Bear in mind that the higher and better conditions your cat is in on its arrival at the show, the greater is the chance of winning. Do not put carpet or woolen fabrics in the basket, but plenty of good sweet hay or oat straw. This will answer all purposes, and does not get sodden. If you use a padlock for the fastening, do not forget to send the key to the manager of the show, as is sometimes the case. End of section 20. Recording by John Thomas Cruz, www.validateyourlife.com.